0: hello friends and thanks for tuning in to today's podcast of the chandria show and as you listen i hope that you are brilliantly setting and achieving life's goals i'm excited to discuss the peaceful merge of dating and intimacy allow me to introduce my special guests with a warm welcome relationship therapist Renelle e nelson welcome Renelle.:
1: thank you for having me and how are you
0: today how's the weather over there in arizona
1: Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, so beautiful. I'm, I'm from Chicago, it.
0: so I know your family is freezing too, right? <laughs> oh, yes, man, yes. I'm so sorry. All right, well, let's get started. Please introduce yourself and your business.
1: <laughs> okay, hi, my name is Renelle E. Nelson. I am an infidelity intimacy recovery strategist. What that means is I assist individuals and couples with reconnecting back into their relationship, but first with themselves.
0: Awesome. Um, How would you get started in that? What was your inspiration?
1: Um, my personal story, What's uh, your personal my personal story? pain. Mm-hmm. I, ch- I turned my problems into gold from being habitually cheated on to being highly sexualized to uh, really be disconnected from my body. I wanted to become somebody I needed when I was going through that journey. So I became an infidelity and intimacy connoisseur and just gathered everything I needed. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and I'm a certified sex therapist and an infidelity recovery coach.
0: Wow, that's amazing how you turn that around to help other people. I commend you for that, for turning your pain into your resource for other people, so. Yeah. So we'll start. Some people would consider dating to be hard, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to communicating and building trust, but it's really easy when it comes to intimacy. So as a relationship expert, in your opinion, are they making too much of it? Do we, do we think the relationships, the communicating part, the trusting part is too hard versus the intimacy part being just so easy? Why is that? And do you think we make too much of
1: it? I don't figure that we think it's too hard, but we're going based on our learned narratives Nobody taught us how to communicate. It's not taught how to communicate, but if we look through our lives, we are taught how to in, how to be intimate and how to form relationships. So I don't take it as too hard. I think we just need to change that view and make it communication more of a forefront than more so the intimacy. So I think it's just really just shifting that brain pattern and be like, "You know what? I want to communicate more." So I think we can just prioritize that. But we are taught to please. We are taught to give pleasure. We are not taught how to communicate. I mean, in the stories, we just see people talking, then they're in the bed. We don't see how the communication, because communication is like the lubrication of intimacy. But we don't see that part. So we ourselves have to take it upon ourselves to make that number one in our relationships. Wow.
0: Um. And then how? How would? what would be an example of a time that you've had to deal with that? in your own relationships as far as what as far as like you said like like that's the science is I I, I like what you just said the communication is the lubrication for intimacy
1: you know but, because I know because I know what I don't want mm-hmm. okay so you know what you don't want so what you do is is take time and figure out what you do want so many times we go into a relationship with unrealistic expectations and we, want, we project that on our partner. The, the key is to understanding me and what I want and what I need. And I know at this time in my life, I need more communication. So it's part of me to advocate for myself in that because people treat you how you treat you. So if I just go straight into intimacy, they'd be like, "Oh, it's a go. This is what she want. But if I want to talk and get a little deeper, if I want to see where this relationship gonna go, they'll follow my lead. If they not, I then have to decide if that's the relationship for me. So, I, it, but definitely communicating
0: on a much deeper level,
1: um, real deep, mm-hmm. real deep. Communicate before coming. I go, you got to get real deep and understanding we can't assume everybody is on our same page you say dating and relationship so it's basically before you even enter into intimacy what are we and what we going to do you know really having that conversation before instead of after and realize that it was just a booty call Mm -hmm. and you thought it would be something more so i think that not think i know that we need to advocate for ourselves and sometimes we're in a position that we feel like we can't
0: very true. Um, well it's not always the most popular decision, how do you encourage singles seeking meaningful relationships and marriage to be safe when it comes to intimacy?
1: Understand what safety means to you. Everybody use these words. You hear the word in the media, safe, consent, um, intimacy. I really would like people to simmer down and sit down and say what that means to you. Because you, if you don't feel like it's you, you're not going to apply it. Apply the words that make sense to you. What does safety means to you? If that's um, knowing location, knowing um, safe words, whatever that may look like, knowing what intimacy means to you. What does kissing, holding, what's off limits, what's on limits? We have to know ourselves before we get into these situations before it's too late. And then we talk about, well, I should have did this, I should have did that. Not to say that's a bad thing, but sometimes I think we and, like you said, um, we old enough to know what we want now. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, we see sex everywhere. How do you help men and women? Um, become more protective over their bodies despite the images they see in television and film?
1: By understanding and learning their negative narratives to see where they're at now, to see how they are um, with their body now, how they feel about themselves, and to get to the root of where did they learn that first. And is it helping them or harming them? And then we got to see really... Um, A foundation before we know what to change, we gotta know what we're changing. So we look at, you know, we throw it all on the table and see what we wanna keep and what we wanna relearn or what we need to learn again. Well, not relearn again, but what we want to add on to it. And I think what you know
0: about sex and what you've learned about sex is, is important as well. And that's what you carry into relationship after relationship, you know. And if you're helping, like you specialize in sexual concerns, infidelity, and and things of that nature in terms of your, like your specialty. So, you know, I I really do think that that makes a difference as well, right?
1: Yeah. And everybody, you're the expert of your own body. You know, you don't need these bells and whistles to know your body, yourself, and what you value. So that's why I always have my clients before I say me, before we. Before we even talk about a couple, we need to dissect you because a couple is two healthy individuals. And sometimes we don't set those realistic goals. We think our partner is supposed to complete us, mm-hmm. not complement. And that's where it all goes downhill.
0: Mm, I see. Um, two consenting adults are able to do whatever they want whenever they want. You just said that, of course. No judgment. But what tips do you have on discussing safer intimacy early on in a relationship? You said no, no, we before me. So once you've passed that part and you're ready to sit down and have an open communication or open dialogue about that, you know, how, how do, you know, because some people have, have inhibitions about, you know, discussing, you know, how they feel about that or what the expectations are, you know, mm-hmm. where, even where are we in this relationship,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. And then again, I'm going to go back because I'm, I know people like, here she go with that again, to know what you want and to know what that looks like. Because here we go, and then, so when you're talking to somebody, you know the question asked, and you know what you're looking for. And intimacy starts outside the bedroom. This is not a conversation that you have inside the bedroom. I will suggest people have this, like, on a date night, a get-to-know-me site. Um, Just not the first date. date. (laughs) Just not the first date. Not the first day. But well, if we're going to go to this next level, let's talk about it. You know, make it fun. It doesn't always have to be so, uh, when people hear, like, I want to talk to you, you know, we get that, oh, my goodness. The paranoia. You know, have, what do you want to talk to me don't about? Have, yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> be like, you know, hey, let's get to know each other better. How do you feel? Ooh, what turns you on? What turns you off? Have you ever been betrayed, Um uh, What does that look like? What do you like to do? You know, we can have fun with it. Because when we become friends and we like each other, honest communication and transparency, that brings that um, trust and safety. Those are good questions to
0: ask, though, too. Those are really good questions to ask. Oh,
1: yeah. How do you feel about monogamy? Um, uh, The new, not the new question, but the question we should be asking about STIs. You know, when is the last time you've been tested? Um, how do you feel about protected sex? Um, is oral sex off limits? You know, it's just like these are things we need to ask. And if you're uncomfortable with advocating for what you want or need, that's when, again, you need to come down, come back, simmer down, simmer down, and think about you. And why is this, um, you know, bringing you so much emotion? Because so many times, you know, have you been in a situation you taken advantage of? Are you uncomfortable with this? Do you know your body? Is this something you need to know that so you can share with others?
0: I think, too, if you have that, that dialogue, you never know what you may uncover about your partner, and you don't know what you'll uncover about yourself. Um, and if, even if it may be advantageous to speak to someone uh, like yourself or a medical professional or a therapist to, to really un- unravel and dig deep into those feelings, those emotions, that history, the past, you know? I yes. think it would do more yes. good than anything.
1: Yeah, and the shame and possible shame and guilt that comes with it because now the new thing is what's your mileage? You know, they want to know how many bodies you had, meaning how many sex partners. And if somebody asks you that, are you confident to say, Well, I had this or are you shameful? You know, that's another thing that you need to just look towards yourself and towards your emotions because these are the things you need to address if you want to be with somebody or if it's just like um, two consenting adults and we just gonna have sex and that's what it is, say that. Communicate that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Everybody should just get on the same page. If you are gonna to be together or if you aren't, get on the same page.
0: Be transparent. Be honest. Yeah. Be in agreement.
1: <laughs> that builds safety and trust. Mm-hmm. That builds safety and trust.
0: Absolutely. I think that's amazing. Um, you're so helpful to me today. Um, if anyone is interested in seeking out your services, um, how can they stay in contact with you and your business?
1: Um, they can I have a website, kaleidoscope services mm-hmm. Um, they can contact me on there. I um am on Instagram at noir sex therapist, no e in sex.
0: Why'd you name your business kaleidoscope?
1: Because I give you a different view. Because we might not can change the circumstances, but sometimes a different view will make you manifest different um, theories and everything else. Just by changing a little bit, you you know, because we can't change the circumstances sometimes. We can only control us. But just having that kaleidoscope of change on that experience can make you have a different outlook. I agree wholeheartedly.
0: Well, congratulations on your business. Um, I commend you on what you're doing to help people change their lives and be better versions of themselves. So keep up the amazing work, and I appreciate your time today being on my very first podcast. Yay. I
1: would love to have you thank back someday. You for having me and thank you for creating this space for others to share.
0: Thank you so much. You enjoy your day, and um, I'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>